Welcome to TBT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel. On this edition, Josh Brown's got an interview with Sundiata Gaines of the Washington Generals. The Washington Generals are looking for their first win in 46 years in TBT's South Regional this year, where they're a nine seed. The South Regional opens play on July 8th in Charlotte. Remember that TBT does in fact open play on July 8th in both Philadelphia and in Charlotte for the Northeast Regional and the South Regional. We continue on to Las Vegas and be at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois on the 15th of July, continuing on to New York City in Brooklyn, in fact, from July 20th through the 23rd. And then we conclude TBT with the semifinals and championship in Baltimore on August 1st and August 3rd. Tickets are on sale now. Remember that we play in pretty small gymnasiums and arenas, so be sure to get your tickets before they sell out. Those tickets are available on the tournament.com by clicking on tickets at the top. All of these games will also be streamed or aired live on the ESPN family of networks. Every single regional game you can see on the Watch ESPN app or on ESPN3. And then once we get to the round of 16, the Super 16, in fact, you'll be able to watch TVT all over ESPN, ESPN, ESPN2. You're going to see us everywhere. Thanks again for listening. Let's get to that interview that Josh has with Sundiata Gaines of the Washington Generals. Welcoming in now to the TBT podcast, a very special guest today joining us from one of the more kind of unique teams entering TBT. He's a point guard on the Washington Generals who will be competing down in the South region in Charlotte. It's Sundiata Gaines joining us now on the podcast. How are you doing, Sundiata? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. We appreciate you being here. And um, we were kind of talking before we, uh, you know, came on the air here. Uh, you're obviously playing with the Washington Generals. Really kind of a unique experience how to play with a team with such great history and, and really going back all the way. And, again, one of the more kind of unique teams in TBT. Uh, most definitely. Um, you know, the Generals, they have a long history um, playing against the Globetrotters. You know, unfortunately, they've been a team that, has been winning, but you know, and the TBT, we um, we're going out and trying to change that, you know, mindset of you know the, the culture that they had as, as the generals in you know previous years, and um, we want to get back and get them back on the map and get them winning. Uh, one thing that I think everyone wants to know is like, how do you get linked up with the Washington Generals? I think everyone would like to either play for the Globe Trotters or the Generals coming up, any kind of basketball fan. But how do you get linked up with a team like that? Well, um, um, I had a, a long time uh, street coach uh, play with street ball. His name is um, James Ryan. Um, he reached out to me uh, from New York, and uh, the general manager for the Generals um, as well reached out to me, Al. And uh, you know, they they came to me and they, they proposed. You know, they asked me to propose a deal if I played with them in the TBT. Um, at the time, I didn't. I wasn't on no team and. You know, they said they accommodate me well, and um, I just thought it was a great opportunity, you know, because I just love to play basketball, you know, just be able to play in the TBT and, um, you know, showcase my time, you know, over the summer as well. So you basically are coming in kind of, you've never played with them before, you don't really have experience for them, and I think that's the case with most of the guys on the team. So this is just kind of your first foray foray, uh, into Generals basketball, huh? Yes, this is my first time. Um, But, you know, I think it's about... Three or four of the guys they play with the team uh, during the season. Um, I think you know maybe with the Globe Trotters uh, traveling team. So um, I think it's like three or four guys that does that, and you know they bring it on a couple new guys. You know, check it, try to make it a whole team. So um, I think it's going to be a, a good opportunity for everybody, and, um, and a great opportunity opportunity for to get the generals back on the map. 
Definitely. I don't know if he'll be there down in Charlotte, but either way, uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, the GM of the team, obviously everyone knows him from NBA on TNT. That must be pretty cool, huh, to you know, kind of play as him as your de facto general manager? Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's always good. Anytime you have you know, an NBA legend uh, um, to come to help represent your team, it's always well. Um, I know Kenny, uh, we went to the same high school together. We played with the same high school coach. Um, so, um, there's definitely history there. And, um, I think, you know, it's a, it's a fun time, you know, general's basketball back on the map. Definitely. And uh, obviously you guys have a big game coming up in just a couple of weeks against the Texas Tech alumni team. How are you guys kind of getting together to prepare for TBT? Are you guys going to have a practice or anything? How are, how are the generals getting ready to take on that Matadors team uh, coming up in just two weeks? Well, um, I'm, we're going to come out a couple of days before the, the tournament starts. Um, we're going to have a couple of practices, like a mini small training camp, um, you know, get accustomed Everybody get accustomed to each other, you know, um, you know, get some workouts in. And, um, you know, due to the fact that obviously we haven't playing with each other all year, it's going to be a little challenging. But, um, you know, playing with, you know, professional basketball players, you know, it's just a common um, ground of, under, you know, understanding the game, just the basics. Um, so we just want to, you know, try to build as much chemistry as we can in a quick time. And, um, you know, hopefully we can keep, you know, getting better, you know, as the days get along. and and keep winning. And you guys have put together really a, a great team between Malik Booth, yourself. Um, it really just kind of added on uh, Tyshawn Pickett from Bradley University, great player. So uh, you guys certainly a really good team. Just out of curiosity, how many of these guys have you, you ever kind of played with or do you know? Do you, you know, how many of these guys are you coming in with kind of a familiar familiarity with? Um, actually, I, I haven't really played with nobody. Um, the only person – um, probably close I play with is Malik Booth. I played with him in a couple of summer, uh, New York summer tournament. Um, so, and you know, I me mean, knowing him from growing up as a kid, um, you know, watching me play. So, um, probably the only one on the team would be Malik Booth. Um, we got good uh, familiarity with each other. And you mentioned their summer basketball in New York, and you're a New York guy, and Malik's a New York guy. For the guys not from New York, just tell them how big summer basketball is in New York. I mean, there's tons of leagues everywhere. It seems like that's really the thing um, that you know you do if you're a basketball player. You you know you go to New York, you play in one of these leagues. Just talk about how big summer basketball is in uh, New York City. Well, you know, New York, you know, to, to me is the, you know the mecca of basketball. Um, I mean, you got a lot of greats, obviously, come out of New York. You know, played professionally in the NBA, um, just legends in the park. Um, you know, you got a lot of um, legendary parks, you know, with, you know, different type of players come from other states and out of the country to come playing, you know, Rucker. Um, some come down to, you know, the cage, used to be the cage. You know, they got West Fourth. Um, New York, it has so many tournaments in, in New York now. It's, it's like basically it's almost like a religion in the summertime. Guys look forward when they come back from their seasons and, you know, it's an opportunity where everybody want to be amongst the best, you know, be known around the city, you know, as, you know, one of the better players or the better teams. So um, New York is big. Uh, like I said, uh, it's a great environment. Um, you know, usually in the big tournaments in New York, it brings out a lot of people, um, the atmosphere. Um, it, it just makes you feel like, you know, you know, a little kid going to the store getting candy. He's just excited just to go – just to see the guys out there playing. Um, so um, New York is, is always great. 
And, uh, you know, me, I'm just glad to be born and raised here and uh, been going through them, you know, the, the moments throughout my life. I think the one thing, too, New York, really just guys who, who love to win, and you get that everywhere, but in New York, really just kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of nose to the grindstone guys who like to win. But how does that, so you're a guy who, you know, you've, we're going to get into your career a little bit, really great career, uh, most recently with the Salt Lake City Stars in now called uh, the G League. But you're a guy who likes to win. You can tell looking at your career history, what's it like to be, I know it's an honor to play with them and you're rebranding yourself, but what's it like to play with a team who really their kind of claim to fame is losing? Does that kind of dig at you even a little bit? Well, I mean, I know the history of the generals, you know, like you said, they, they've been known throughout the years. I think they've been around 40 some years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've been known to be losing all the time against the Globetrotters. Um, you know, now is, you know, I'm coming on a team now that we're trying to bring back the generals and, you know, we just want to keep people in the mindset of, you know, knowing that, you know, the real generals out there, they could really play. Um, so to come back, you know, to play in a team like that, that has such a history of, you know, losing, um, just to get them back um, on the winning side and, you know, have a different view of the people, um, view of the team, um, I think is, you know, is a challenge, but at the same time, you know, is great as well. You know, it gives you, it gives you self personally a goal to get the team over the top and, you know, try to get them the ultimate prize of winning a championship. That's great. And really, again, uh, the rebrand you guys have done has really kind of been fantastic uh, to watch. And, and um, really, again, just I think a lot of people looking forward to that game. So you're, like you mentioned, a New York guy, but you end up going to college in Georgia. You went to Georgia from 2004 to 2008. How does a New York guy end up down south of Georgia? Uh, well, you know, for me personally, growing up as a kid, uh, uh, I started playing basketball at four, um, then around seven. I uh, started playing on, you know, local teams. And, you know, one thing from about 7 to 18, I always was traveling, uh, you know, different states. And then I want to, around 17, 16, 17, 18, I used to go out the country and play in different overseas tournaments. So, uh, me as a kid, I love to travel. Uh, so, when it came time to choose schools, you know, I had a lot of schools to choose from. And I just wanted to go to a school where I was going to get an opportunity to not only start, you know, played 30 some minutes a game. And I wanted to go at the time was the best conference was the SEC. Um, and that time when I was in college, you know, Florida won back to back national titles. Um, so it was, you know, for me, it was a great challenge, you know, to go down there and the new culture. I just wanted to continue, um, you know, to try to build my, my career in a, in a different area, a different region. I, is it as kind of kind of mystifying as it seems? I mean, you had a very good high school career, but to, it kind of takes it to another level. Like you said, when you're walking into Florida, you're walking into Kentucky. Does that kind of almost take you back, especially as a freshman playing in you know in front of really the best kind of fans in college basketball? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the best that you're gonna get. Uh, I mean, that's, to me, that's the cream of the crop. You know, when you when you're in a conference, you know, at the time, you know, you know, out of 12 teams, you know, 14 teams, you know, maybe six or maybe, maybe six at one time is top 25. Um, I mean, that, that's what you, that's what you dream for as a kid. You know, you want to, you want to play against the best and, you know, try to, you know, showcase your, your abilities against the best. Um, so, you know, going to Kentucky with their legacy and their history, um, you know, Florida obviously went back to back. 
you know, LSU was pretty good. You know, I had Glenn Davis at the time. Um, Alabama was pretty solid. I mean, it, you just keep going down the line. So, um, to me, it was, you know, just an honor just to play in SEC. One thing I've always been interesting, interested in is in SEC guy, it seems like you guys kind of all, you're rivals, but you all kind of stick together. Like, were you rooting for South Carolina in the Final Four? Do you root for your fellow SEC teams, or do you kind of go against the, you, your college rivals and kind of root against them? Nah, I mean, usually, you know, in, in, usually in NCAA tournament, obviously you want your school to win if they're in there, but um, but more than likely, a lot of times basketball players, you know, if their school's not winning, they obviously would love for someone um, in their conference to win because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it brings the bragging rights, you know, letting you know your conference is, you know, a pretty tough conference. So, um, you know, South Carolina, they made a great run. Um, and, you know, we would love to see them, you know, obviously win it, but, you know, they made a great run. And actually, it just helped their program, you know, and get more – recruiting for the next year going forward, you know, to help their program out. So, which will always help the conference overall. Definitely. Yeah. South Carolina making a run certainly helps Georgia brings money in. So big uh, run for them. Uh, do you have any kind of, when you look back at your college career, I've, I always like asking this to guys who played at, you know, big D1 college programs. I always like asking, like, just when you look back at your career and say 10 years from now, you're looking back at your time, 2004 to 2008 in Georgia, what's one or two things that immediately come to mind? Like one or two really solid memories that you're always going to remember from Georgia. Well, my main memory, I and mean, I would never forget, is uh, my senior year. Um, uh, my senior year, my team, we was last place in the conference, uh, but we was losing games by, you know, between anywhere from one to, you know, eight points. So, to me, I felt like we was always in there. We had a chance. And uh, we lost players, you know, obviously that was on scholarship. We got kicked out of school. And we had a lot of guys step up, some walk-ons, guys that didn't play. And uh, it was a year that, you know, they had a tornado in Georgia and we had to play in um, Georgia Tech. Um, we had to play two games in one day in SC tournament against Kentucky and Mississippi State. And we beat Ole Miss the first game and then we had to play Arkansas in the championship. And then we wound up winning. We went from last place in the conference to win the SEC wow. tournament. And uh, me getting MVP, I mean, that was like, I mean, if I could summarize and have the you know the the cherry on top you know that that probably would have been the cherry on top especially <laughs> me being a senior so that I, that's something i'll never forget yeah and it, that's i remember that year a big sec fan i'm actually kind of a kentucky fan but uh sec fan in general i certainly remember that georgia team and you guys were really something special especially in that tournament like you mentioned so then you end up um going in playing for italy and then you come back you play in the d league and then really kind of i think one of the biggest moments of your career you get called up to utah in january of 2010 just uh as a kid from queens new york a lot of kids have a dream of making the nba and playing in the NBA, you find out you've been called up to the Utah Jazz. What's running through your mind? You're calling uh, family and friends back home. What's that whole kind of scene like, knowing that you've been called up to the NBA? Um, to me, it was, it was just a dream come true. Uh, and at the same time, it was just, you know, like finally, you know, a sign of relief. Like, you know, you're getting recognized for your abilities. Um, but um, just obviously going into Utah, um, which is a great organization. Uh, giving me the opportunity, I mean, it, it was emotional. And at the same time, you know, I was excited. Um, you know, obviously, it's the best time of my life as a basketball player. 
to reach a goal of that, you know, that level and that magnitude. Uh, so it's something I'll always cherish, you know, going forward. And then I, I think everyone, uh, your name is synonymous with that big shot over Cleveland. I think you probably get asked about that all the time. Uh, I think it was what, just your fourth or fifth NBA game where you had, uh, for the people that, that don't know, and you can YouTube it, um, and it's all over YouTube, but you had a big three-pointer uh, to win over LeBron in, in the Cleveland Cavaliers in one of your first NBA games. And I think it was your first three-pointer ever in the NBA, if I remember correctly. I mean, what's that moment like? Um, your fifth, fourth, fifth NBA game, you hit a, a buzzer beater against LeBron and the Cavaliers in your home gym. Everyone's going wild. Uh, really one of the biggest regular season NBA shots still in recent memory. What's that moment like for you as a young kid hitting that shot? Um, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, as a, as a kid, a rookie, especially a rookie, uh, I mean, I don't think it gets better than that, obviously, than even winning, you know, rookie of the year or winning a championship or even going to playoffs. But for me, you know, playing on a national televised game, um, in front of, in front of, you know, thousands, thousands of uh, people, um, it was great, and at the time, you know, Darren Williams got hurt in the fourth quarter, and I, you know, I got an opportunity. Coach put me in the game. I, I didn't know if I was going to play or not, and uh, I just went out, and you know, it came down to the last, you know, five seconds, and uh, the the ball came to me, and I had a decision to make. Uh, I didn't think the ball would come. It wasn't designed. The play wasn't designed for me, but it came to me. And, and one thing I always embrace is the moment. Uh, I always was a guy that embraces. Embrace the moment, a big shot, um, and I was prepared. And I made a, you know, obviously a, a game winning three, and it basically sparked my career going forward. Uh, just you know, continue to play after that, and play the next year and the year after. So, um, I mean, I mean that's that's the best that's gonna come. You know, be on national TV when the game winner. Obviously, is you know LeBron, he, he's being down and gonna go down probably as you know one of the top five basketball players ever. This is, this is great. Absolutely. The real question is, what does your phone look like when you shut it on that night after the game? Um. Well, to be honest with you, I, 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 it was ringing so much, I, <laughs> I think it died on me. So, uh, but um, it, I mean, it, it's great to you know to see like you know friends, family, um, even people that you don't even associate with on a regular basis, you know, reach out and you know show their support and, and love. So. Um, I always, you know, cherish, and it was just a blessing, you know, to be an opportunity like that, and that's why, you know, it worked so hard in off season, you know, so you can be prepared for moments like that. Absolutely, I don't want to keep you too long, but then you end up going and playing. Uh, you played overseas. You played in the D League. Uh, that's or now called the G League, the Gatorade League. Uh, that's kind of always a hot button question. You've really bounced between both of them. I mean, several years you've played in both the G League and overseas. What's kind of um, for the people who aren't really accustomed to international basketball? Do you have a preference? Do you like playing in one over the other? What are some of the advantages to playing overseas and to you know some of them playing in the, the now called G League? Well, I think overseas basketball, well, you know, obviously basketball is a team, you know, sport, team game. Um, overseas basketball is, is really uh, fundamental. Um, I can say the Europeans, they're very fundamentally sound. Um, more in America, you know, it's, it's more isolation and individ, individual um, talent where you could showcase more. Um, so overseas, you know, it's physical. Um Obviously, it's a shorter game, 40 minutes. 
and most guys not going to play the majority, you know, most of the 40 minutes. And, um, you know, it's, it's not as talented as playing here in America. Um, I just felt like me personally as a player, like if I had a preference, I would prefer to play, you know, now in the G League because um, I feel like, you know, it's more of an opportunity where you can play team basketball where you can showcase yourself even more. Um, and not only that, but have opportunity where, you know, NBA teams could give you a call and reach out to you and, and they could see you on a daily basis as opposed to overseas where you're not seeing as much, you know, just by tape or, you know, on the off-season talk about. So, um, obviously, they both got their pros and cons, but if I had a preference, I would definitely stay here in the States, which I try to do, you know, more often. But, you know, now getting older, um, you know, future time and my career is, you know, I got to make, you know, more of a firm decision, you know, where I would want to stay permanently. And now we're going to uh, wrap it up here. We really, again, appreciate your time and hopping on here. Real quick, just to bring it back to TBT, um, real quick, you actually played in TBT 2015 with Team Slam Magazine. Ross Burns and Matt Walsh was on that team and all those guys. What were just kind of your impressions of TBT, winner-take-all atmosphere, uh, games all on TV? What were your kind of impressions of TBT that you're going to kind of bring into 2017? Um. Well, I, to me, I feel like this, tournament is evolving over the years obviously and you know getting better talent uh, alumni with the alumni with the different colleges and you know better players but um you know it, it kind of has the nc you know it has the ncaa format so you basically got to go out and you know you got to win you know six games or five six games and um and basically you'd be crowned you know the champion uh, I just feel like, you know, for my team with the Generals, I think we got a great opportunity uh, to, you know, go pretty far in the tournament and hopefully win it. So, you know, the, the sooner we get together, you know, the better chemistry we have, uh, I think it'll be the better floors going forward. Definitely. And then lastly, um, you know, you get you have have had plenty of ex- exposure. I kind of every kind of basketball fan knows who you are. But talk about what kind of what TBT might mean for a guy like Malik Booth or Justin Coleman or uh, some of these other guys on your team who had a very good college career, but then kind of went overseas and they've had a long career overseas. And you know, friends and family can't watch them. Like you mentioned uh, when we were talking about the NBA, the NBA can't really watch them. Just what is kind of the, an opportunity to play on TV uh, in front of friends and family? What do you think that means for some of these guys who might not? have some of the exposure that guys like yourself might have gotten throughout your career? Um, I think it's, you know, great. Uh, get an opportunity, you know, playing on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, um, just to be seen. Uh, you never you never know, you know, what might come across, you know, from playing the game and how the way you play. You know, maybe a, a overseas team may reach out or, you know, maybe a guy get a potential chance, you know, going to training camp. With, with NBA team. So, uh, to me, I think it's great exposure. Uh, and get a, like I said, to get a chance to showcase your talent, your abilities on a pretty decent level and be seen on, you know, nationally, you know, through everybody could view. So, for them, I think it'd be big. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll love to see them, you know, do well and take advantage of the opportunity. Absolutely. Sunday out of games. We will see you in TBT South Regional down in Charlotte in just a couple of weeks' times. Real quick, fans have four votes. Why should they use one of them on the Washington Generals right now? You want to see winners. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
That's what that's that's the main reason you want to see a winner. Uh, so I I definitely vote for Washington Generals. And then at the same time, you know, you have me on the team to to help you back it. Uh, so um, I think, like I said, the, the Generals is a great you know program and um, and it's a great opportunity you know to, for fans to tune back in and see what you know they got going going forward in, with the future. Cool and confident heading into TBT Sunday out of games. We really appreciate the time. I know we kind of scheduled this last minute, so we really appreciate your time and hopping on with us. Oh, uh, no problem. I appreciate you uh, having me on.